You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino from the Draft Network, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner take all. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Happy Thursday to you and thank you for making Locked On Bills your first listen every day. It's time for our comprehensive primer to get ready for the Bills. Next opponent, so let's get started. The Buffalo Bills are back on the road in Week 14 to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The game will be played on Sunday, December 14th at 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida. The game will be broadcasted on CBS. Jim Nance is on the play-by-play. Tony Romo is the game analyst. And Tracy Wolfson is the sideline reporter. The two teams have played 11 times previously, and surprisingly, the Bills have a 4-7 all-time record against the Buccaneers. Under Sean McDermott, the Bills are 1-0. Against Tampa Bay, they won back in 2017 a 30-27 win, and you should remember those late-game heroics by Tredavious White to preserve the victory. The Bills enter this game 7-5, the Buccaneers are 9-3 and and have won three in a row after dropping two straight against the Saints and Washington football team. Their nine wins have come against the Cowboys, Falcons twice, Rams, Patriots, Dolphins, Eagles, Bears, Giants, and Colts, and their losses have been to the Rams, Saints, and the Washington football team. And as far as the weather goes, as of 1 p.m. Eastern time on December 8th when I record this podcast, The weather report for Sunday, courtesy of weather.com, is calling for temperatures in the 70s, 5 to 10 mile an hour winds, cloudy skies, and no precipitation. The head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is Bruce Arians, 69 years old. He's in his ninth season as an NFL head coach, his third season in Tampa Bay. For his career as an NFL head coach, he has a record of 85 50-1, and that does include his 9-3 stretch as the interim head coach for the Indianapolis Colts, filling in for Chuck Pagano while he was dealing with his bout with cancer, which the NFL officially credits that record, those nine wins and those three losses to Chuck Pagano. And so if you look up Bruce Arians' career record as an NFL head coach, you will not see it match what I just told you. That's because the 9-3 and three stretch with the Colts was credited to Chuck Pagano. He has a 7-5 and five record in the playoffs and, of course, led Tampa Bay to a Super Bowl title last year. He's challenged 59 plays in his career and won 29 of them. And lastly, the Bucs are 18th in the NFL in penalties with 78 The quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, 44 years old, 6'4", 225 pounds, originally a sixth-round pick out of Michigan by the New England Patriots 
in the 2000 NFL Draft. He was the Patriots starter for 19 seasons. He's now in his second season with the Buccaneers. He's the NFL's all-time leading passer. He's won seven Super Bowls, played in 10, and he has all the records. In games started against the Bills, Tom Brady's teams are 32-3. and So far in 2021, he's completing 68.3% of his passes, 314 passing yards per game, 34 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and a passer rating of 104. And I'm going to get into his splits, and all of the metrics I'm going to give you include all 38 NFL quarterbacks to attempt at least 100 passes so far this season. So if I say Tom Brady is 20th, that means he's 20th out of 38. All right, let's dig into it. His average time to throw is 2.35 seconds. That is second in the NFL. Only Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger are under 2.45 this season, and Tom Brady has the second fastest trigger in the NFL. When he gets the ball out in under two and a half seconds, which happens 60% of the time, he's completing 75.5% of his passes, 6.9 yards per attempt, and a passer rating of 111.5. When he holds onto the ball for over two and a half seconds, he's completing 57% of his passes, 8.3 yards per attempt, and a passer rating of 92.4. His average depth of target is 8.2 yards from the line of scrimmage. That is 17th in the NFL. Only 10.4% of his passes are targeted 20 yards or more down the field, which is 24th in the NFL. And I know that we often connect Bruce Arians' offenses with pushing the ball down the field. Well, it's not really happening that much this year. They're actually working the short passing game quite a bit. Now, when Tom does push the ball down the field at least 20 yards, he has a completion percentage of 41.5, which is 10th in the NFL, and a passer rating of 90.3, which is 15th in the NFL. He uses play action on 20.3% of his dropbacks, which is 31st in the NFL. So not a ton of play action passes for the Buccaneers. And there is nothing interesting about his splits with and without play action. It's virtually the same. One thing that is notable is the screen game. 15% of Tom Brady's passes are screens, which is the third most in the NFL. So the Bills will need to be ready for the screen game on Sunday afternoon. When Tom Brady is kept clean, he's completing 73% of his passes, 7.8 yards per attempt, and a passer rating of 110.6. When he's under pressure, he completes just 46.7% of his passes, 5.8 yards per attempt, and a passer rating of 73.4. So when he's pressured, his completion percentage falls 26.3%. His passer rating drops 37.2 points and he loses three yards per attempt. So getting pressure on Brady matters just like it does for any NFL quarterback. But here's the catch. Tom Brady has the most passing attempts in the NFL, but is pressured on the fewest percentage of his passes, and the Bucs have allowed the fewest sacks in the NFL despite throwing it more than any other team. And as far as the blitz goes, there is nothing notable about the difference between his splits when he is 
and is not blitzed. And so I'll tell you a little something here. Every time that I put together these numbers for a comprehensive primer, I send them to my brother. And my brother responded with this. He said, so get pressure, which is about impossible to do. And I said back to him, for the Tom Brady segment on the podcast today, I probably could have just simply said, the quarterback for the Buccaneers is Tom Brady. Try to get pressure on him, but that's impossible to do. So (laughs) it's a pretty straightforward situation here on what Tom Brady is, the challenges that he presents, and um, you just try to weather the storm and make tackles and hope you can maybe force him into a a turnover and get some pressure in his face. But stopping Tom Brady has been uh, a challenge for the entire NFL for more than two decades. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero is head to head, and that is what fantasy should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on, promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Stathero.com slash locked on, promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Do you appreciate a well-executed defensive strategy? Of course you do. You're a Bills fan. Just as important as your defensive line is your defensive strategy against thick guacamole. Don't settle for weak chips that can't hold the line. Grab Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips, the 6'4", 260-pound linebacker of chips. And the good folks over at Zach's Mighty has been keeping me stocked full of chips all year long, and I put them to the test. We love to make guacamole, and no matter how thick we make it, the chips never break. They never let you down, and that's because every chip is trained to successfully deliver the perfect crunchy guac-filled bite, and that's because they're actually cut and fried from real tortillas that are grown from organic flint corn in the Buffalo, Rochester area. So pick up a bag at your local Wegmans or Whole Foods Market today and say no to weak and crappy tortilla chips forever. The offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is Byron Lefwich, 41 years old, former NFL quarterback. He played his college ball at Marshall, was drafted in the first round by the Jacksonville Jaguars, and had a pretty underwhelming career. Uh, He was with Arians in Arizona as an intern and then quarterbacks coach, and then he was actually their offensive coordinator the year before Bruce Arians came to Tampa Bay when he actually retired for a season and Steve Wilkes was the head coach in Arizona. 
and he's been the Buccaneers offensive coordinator since 2019, and he's got a pretty short resume in the NFL, only been a coach since 2016, and so he's on a very uh, good pace and a good track to potentially be a head coach candidate. Um, In fact, he's had a top five total offense and scoring offense in 2020, and he was sixth in total offense and 13th in points back in 2019, so he's doing pretty good. In 2021, he's doing good again. 31.4 points per game. That's the number one scoring offense in the NFL right now. They convert 48% of their third downs. That's third best in the league. 404 total yards per game. That is second best in the league. 93 rushing yards per game. That's 25th. And 311 passing yards per game. That is number one. So the number one scoring offense, the number one passing offense, and the number two offense in terms of total yards per game. Let's talk about their personnel. Uh, At wide receiver, their top guy is Chris Godwin, a very talented slot receiver, uh, played his college ball at Penn State. He's been extremely productive in the NFL. He is by far the most targeted player on this offense, and he's extremely productive. He's athletic. He's physical. He's got good ball skills. He creates after the catch. He's outstanding. On the outside, it'll likely be, well, it will be Mike Evans and Tyler Johnson. Um, Mike Evans, obviously, an amazing career to this point. I think I think he's had 1,000 yards in every season since he's been drafted. Uh, he's a double-digit touchdown guy every single year. He's already got 10 this season. And so he is a big, physical, I mean, monster, right? I mean, that's pretty much what you should say about Mike Evans. His ability to go up and get the football and separate above the rim is uh, it's special. I mean, he's he's a tough player to deal with. And so Godwin and Evans are outstanding wide receivers. Tyler Johnson is that other outside guy. Now, last week against Atlanta, they used Brashad Perriman as the outside guy. They like the speed that he brings to the table. But Johnson is more of the young upside player that is a good route runner, physical, kind of a cerebral type player to complement what they have in Godwin and Evans. And then, you know, they, they've acclimated Brashad Perriman back into this offense, and he brings a speed element. At tight end, Rob Gronkowski. They also have Cameron Brait. Gronk is having another good year. He's, he's still the same old guy that's seemingly impossible to defend. So the Bills will have their hands full with these offensive weapons and, of course, Tom Brady throwing them the football. The running back is Leonard Fournette. He's really come into his own with Tampa Bay. They get him going in the passing game quite a bit. And, of course, a physical downhill runner. Uh, His backup is Ronald Jones. And then they also have Gio Bernard, who was a longtime Cincinnati Bengal, a good receiving back uh, to go with Fournette and Jones. So really good weapons, the best quarterback of all time, and an outstanding offensive line. Their left tackle is Donovan Smith. He's terrific. Their left guard is Ali Marpet, one of the best guards, one of the best offensive linemen in the game. Their center is Ryan Jensen. He's outstanding. Alex Kappa is their right guard. He's an average starter. Um, I guess he's the weak link on this offensive line, but he's at least an average starter surrounded by exceptional starters, and that continues at right tackle. Tristan Wirfs, second-year player out of Iowa. He is outstanding. I mean, this is a good Offense, Like I said, the best quarterback of all time, tough weapons to deal with, experienced weapons, right? Gronk, Godwin, Evans. I mean, those guys, 
Those guys produce year in and year out. They've got something going here with Fournette and the different ways they, they get him going. They love the screen game, and they got a great offensive line that doesn't give up pressure. So tough assignment here for the Bills' defense. Um, my keys for the Bills' defense is, number one, somehow, some way, get pressure. I mean, that's where Tom Brady declines in his production is when you can get pressure on him. It doesn't happen often, so it'll be a big challenge for the Bills to win one-on-one battles and for the coaching staff to scheme up opportunities to uh, to get to Brady. Number two is it's a big game for Teron Johnson, who will be defending Chris Godwin in the slot. That's a good matchup. Taron Johnson has to limit his production the best he can. Number three, I just have written down Gronk. I mean, you guys know about Gronk. Number four, understand that they're going to make some plays, limit the explosiveness, and tighten up in the red zone. One of those games where you might give up some yards, but if you give up field goals and not touchdowns, that's going to be good for you. And the number five is just be aggressive when you have a chance to make a play on the ball. If you could force them into some turnovers, that would be huge. I think Tom Brady, um, over his last four games, has thrown six interceptions, and a couple of those included two interception performances. And so that would go a long way in increasing your chances to win the game is if you can make some plays on the ball. And, of course, when I say make a play on the ball, it's not just attacking it in the air but scraping at it and trying to pull it away from whoever is in possession of the football. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away, and On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star L.A. hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive that bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, and bet online is where the game starts. The defensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is Todd Bowles. He is terrific, 58 years old, in his third season in Tampa Bay, has 11 seasons under his belt as either a defensive coordinator or head coach in the NFL, and he had a top half of the league defense in eight of those 11 seasons. So far in 2021, the Bucs are allowing 22.5 points per game, which is 16th in the NFL. They've created 32 sacks, which is fourth in the NFL. A lot of sacks for this Bucks defense. They allow 333 total yards per game, which is 10th, 84 rushing yards per game, which is 2nd, and 248 passing yards per game, which is 20th. And so 
They're getting a lot of their players back. They've had some injuries this season, in particular in the secondary, but a lot of those guys are back, and so the defense is uh, going to probably take shape here and improve on those numbers the rest of the way. Let's talk about this personnel. It's outstanding. At uh, the defensive line, Vita Vea, I mean, this guy's an animal. Big, massive dude, physical, an unbelievable motor, an unbelievable athlete for his size. He is a game wrecker in the middle of that defense. They also have Nandamakong Su, who is a veteran player, and he is still outstanding. He still affects the quarterback. He still defends a run. He still plays hard. He's still a great athlete. He is a load to deal with. You'll also see William Golston on the edge, and then they will use Raheem Nunez Roches as a rotational player. He's their interior pass rush type guy. On the edge, they've got a deep, talented group. Shaq Barrett is outstanding. He's been racking up the sacks over the last several seasons since he came over from Denver to Tampa Bay. They have Jason Pierre-Paul, who is a savvy veteran that is still wreaking havoc in the NFL. Their first-round pick, Joe Tryon Shoyenka, he's been fairly good this year. Uh, Cameron Gill is getting some playing time, and he seems to make plays every time he gets a chance. And then a veteran in Anthony Nelson, um, who's had some production lately as well. So a deep, talented group of edge rushers. There's a reason this team Creates a lot of sacks. There's a reason this team is very good at creating consistent pressure. At linebacker, their middle linebacker is Devin White, a top five pick a few years ago. He makes a lot of splash plays. He's big, physical, can run sideline to sideline. There is a consistency factor that exists with Devin White where he is guilty of some missed reads, some missed tackles, and just kind of being out of control. But with that comes a lot of splash plays. His running mate is Levante David, who is exceptional. Uh, One of the best matchup linebackers in the NFL. He's great in coverage. He's got amazing sideline-to-sideline speed. He can pursue the football, and he is really good at forcing fumbles and creating plays on the ball in the passing game. He is exceptional. At cornerback, they're healthy. They've got Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy bunting as their outside guys, And they'll also play Jamel Dean. And I want to lump them all together because they're very similar, all three of these guys. They're long, physical, athletic corners that love to play up on the line of scrimmage and in the face of wide receivers. They will get their hands on you, and they will try to suffocate you at the release and really throw off the timing of your route. And so the Bills wide receivers are going to have to be able to beat press coverage on Sunday afternoon and deal with an extremely physical, long, and athletic group of corners. Now, they are more linear athletes in terms of straight line speed. They're not necessarily super elusive or twitchy guys. And so if you can cross their face and you can stack these guys, you can create separation, but they are going to be physical. They're going to get their hands on you. And so be a big test for the Bills wide receivers. At safety, Antoine Winfield is a budding star. Uh, Yes, he's the son of Antoine Winfield. Uh, He's a safety for them. He is terrific. He made impact plays last year. He's doing the same again this year. And then next to him is probably going to be Andrew Adams. Uh, Jordan Whitehead is one of their preferred starters. He's injured, and they're actually talking about playing Richard Sherman at safety if he can get healthy enough for this game. And so a little unsettled next to Antoine Winfield, but, I mean, by and large, the defensive talent and coaching in Tampa Bay is outstanding. And so what are my keys for the Bills' offense against this defense? Number one is abandon the run. 
You can't run the ball on these guys. Nobody can run the ball on these guys. And so you don't have to mess around by trying to be balanced on offense. They're going to shut you down if you try to run the football. And so I expect it to be a very pass-aggressive day for the Bills on offense, which means, number two, attack the secondary. And you need to mix it up. You have to throw the ball short, intermediate, and deep and um, really challenge all levels and areas of the Buccaneers' secondary. Number three, you got to try to slow down this pass rush. And the way you can do that is by incorporating the screen game, uh, maybe running some draw plays, uh, using Josh Allen as a runner, anything that you can do to slow down this pass rush because they can bring it from all angles. Number four is take advantage of the depth of your weapons and spread it out. You've got Diggs, Beasley, Sanders, Gabe Davis. You've got those return guys, McKinsey and Stevenson. You've got Dawson Knox. You got to get them all going. You got to get them all going and get it into their hands because this team is actually not very good at tackling. 93 missed tackles this year. That's second most in the NFL. So get it out of Josh Allen's hands and into the hands of playmakers and see if they can make tackles. And then number five, I just have written down, this is a Josh Allen game. This is a Josh Allen game. You go empty, you spread it out, you have this guy throw the ball at least 40 times. He's He's got to be the catalyst for your offense on Sunday. It's about Josh Allen throwing the football to these weapons that you've assembled for him. Real quick on special teams, the return situation is interesting. Last week it was Gio Bernard. Um, who has almost no experience as a kick returner or punt returner in the NFL, but he had those duties last week. I'll assume that'll continue this week. Their kicker is Ryan Suckup. He's an 83% kicker for his career, which is exactly where he's at this season. Been a longtime kicker in the NFL uh, since 2009, actually, where he spent time with the with the Chiefs, uh, Titans, and Buccaneers. And their punter is Bradley Pinion, a very solid NFL punter. He's very tall. And he's been there since 2019 and an NFL starting punter since 2015. So there you have it. A tough assignment. There's no way around it. They're good on offense. They're good on defense. They have great coaches. They got great talent. They're tough to deal with. They're the reigning Super Bowl champions for a reason. And so talk about a tough stretch here. You're coming off a Monday night football home loss to the Patriots that put them one and a half games up in the division. And the next thing you got to do is go on the road and face Tom Brady and the defending world champions. Tough stretch here. You want to get on track here? You want to create a little belief in your football team? Go win a tough game on the road. Won't be easy. It'll take everything the Bills have. But if you want to be that type of team that can change the narrative surrounding your team, I don't think there's a better way to do that than going on the road and claiming a victory against Tom Brady and this outstanding Tampa Bay Buccaneers football team. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us here today on the podcast. Tomorrow is going to be a hybrid podcast of sorts. It'll be our crossover preview with Locked On Buccaneers, and that should be a great conversation. I love talking to David Harrison, their host. And then we're also going to do our injury roundup with Banged Up Bill's as part of our show tomorrow. So don't miss it. Make sure you're subscribed, rate, review, and share the podcast. Have a great rest of your day, and I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.